morning. Welcome to um, our regular chat show from the Pinnacle Mindset. So uh, my name's Hez. I'm going to be presenting tonight along with my friend and colleague, Jack. Evening all. Hello. And we've got two special guests tonight from Loosehead. So we've got Rob and Mark. Hello. Hello. Thanks Excellent. For Very welcome. And I hope you like the background as well. <laughs> Especially for you guys. Excellent. So, guys, if you just want to kickstart off um, about the company, what 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 do you guys do? That's usually your area, <laughs> isn't it? Is it not? Okay. <laughs> I'll give you the medium like the um, answer. We 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 started about three years ago, and and it was I'm I'm uh, for those watching in black and white, they can you can and 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 not on a video. I'm, I'm 53 years old and when I was in my 50th year, so when I was 49, I, I decided that I'd, I'd dodged a few injuries and I'd give it one last go playing rugby with my mates. So I got myself reasonably fit and I played a season with my mates, which was joyous and brilliant and rugbiness. And, and at the end, I, I went into the changing room, had a shower, packed my bag for the last time. I still keep a bag packed in the garage all the time, but nobody ever phones me anymore. Uh, <laughs> and I, I walked into the bar, got myself a pint on that May day in 2017, stood surveying the first team pitch at my home club, uh, Wimslow, and filled with the, the, the emotions of, oh, I remember that game then, and I remember that line out, I remember that scrum, and I remember that try. What actually filled my mind was, was the 20 or 30 or so blokes I'd met over my playing career of 35 years who had properly wobbled in life. So they probably had anxiety, depression, um, something a lot worse than that in some cases. And what I offered them in a way was the, the rhetorical answer of, do you want another pint? Which I knew was a bit hopeless and a bit pathetic. And that was a germ of an idea that uh, the game that, that I've loved and I still love and I will always love. Um, and I knew that my Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, constitution for 35 years had looked after my own mental health how could i give something back to the, the 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 majority that suffer in silence so that was the idea i collared rob and i collared my good mate dave nickel and i put together a, a sort of jumbled up sequence of events which probably was a mission statement back then it was at the end of a smoky bar um <laughs> It could easily have fizzled out into just some of the conversation that we all have and we never act upon it. Um, and through the efforts of Rob and Dave, three years later, what we have is um, a clothing company. We didn't start this to become a clothing company. Uh, we started this to help people. Very, very early on, we recognised that the initiatives that need to happen across the country and across the world, um, they need some cash. They need some cold, hard cash. And the NHS, as laudable as it is, and a great effort that they do, is underfunded where it comes to mental health. So we thought, right, well, if, if our role in life is to generate cash, how do we do that? So we have a limited company that trades and sells clothing. We take the profits, 100% of the profits, from the sale of that clothing, and we put it into a foundation, which was a charity. And that charity donates cash to worthwhile initiatives. And then we have probably... I'm going to say five or six, I probably mean 10 or 12 initiatives that we have on our radar to spread the word about Loose Heads. Loose Heads is not ours. We, we absolutely believe Loose Heads is everybody's. Um, 
we've we've given birth to an academy <laughs> which we are it's deeply deeply humbling to hear and see that academy function and actually become a, a resource where everybody can benefit and jump in if they're struggling a bit and there'll be somebody on the end of a whatsapp it, it's the whole thing is humbling um without the efforts of rob and dave that conversation at the end of the bar would by now have fizzled out i'm absolutely mm -hmm. certain of it and uh, and lucid owes its its um its present state and its future state to rob and dave in no small part fantastic sounds great um so with regards to the partnerships you mentioned um who who and what sort of companies do you partner partner with so we have we have a, a relationship with them um, four or five mental health organizations so one is right. for example one is um a company called Team Mental Health up in the Northwest where I'm based. Mm -hmm. um, they're two clinical psychologists who um, worked in the NHS, consultant doctors, mind doctors. Mm -hmm. um, they realised the underfunding status and they realised that what they were actually involved in was the cure and nobody was, was, was involved in the prevention. Mm -hmm. and, and in life, one, it's better, much better, probably five, 20 times better to prevent rather than cure. Mm. So they left full-time doctoring and set up team mental health. And it's through them that we've gathered, we've been on our vertical learning curve, but we understand about rugby. Yeah. We really don't understand about mental health. And I, and I think that's, that's not a general admission. That's just a state of mental health and, a, mm. and, and the way we all regard it. It's not the same as physical health. Mm. And one thing we want to do is normalize that conversation. We absolutely know we will not, mm. and we may never, but we'll, that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Totally agree. And this year, more than ever, um, I guess you'll all be in agreement with, is it's been a you know a testing time for everybody. Um, and I think the social media awareness and people getting in contact with their friends and family has been probably closer than ever. Um, obviously, mental health is a massive issue. I suffer from it. And I think, you know, for myself as being part of your academy as well it's I've made a lot of virtual friends and I think just because you can't see anyone doesn't mean that they don't care and they don't understand um, and you know what you guys are doing is, is is not just helping one person but it's helping a lot of people um, you know whether it's the brand awareness whether it's you just want to text someone because you're having a low day um, so how have you guys really been coping during lockdown I mean I know we're kind of on phase two or lockdown number two as of today for a month um how, how have you been coping since march both of you um i started off okay it was quite nice to be able to i got placed on furlough for my day job so we've all right. got day jobs yeah um I, I could focus a little bit more on loose heads which was quite nice mm. um but then i think it was as the weather changed i think my mood changed um <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um yeah it was it was tough i think it's been tough for, for a lot of people but you know just little things like um the zoom calls um on a friday night with my mates back at home um yeah. trying to keep active so trying to get out it doesn't need to be a run mm -hmm. um it can be just a walk mm -hmm. um but yeah i think as we go back into the second lockdown i think we're better equipped and i think that the work that we do with loose heads it it, it, it helps our mental health as well yeah definitely agree and I think you know just speaking to people um you know friends and family I think people are dealing with this 
or going to be able to deal with this lockdown slightly better than lockdown number one. I don't think anybody really expected, one, how long it was going to go on for, and two, what sort of their mental health was going to be like. Um, And I think psychologically, I was mentally in my head preparing myself for another lockdown. I think it was a bit sooner than what what I'd you know thought um what about you mark as well how have have you sort of done any strategies or increased your exercise or what 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 what, what have you been doing so i um i i, I quite enjoyed lockdown one um lockdown 2.0 is um, <laughs> it's just a bit of a nuisance for me a bit more of a roadblock than um than a big problem i think mm. I, I i run a financial services business uh, in the daytime right um, and 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 that's I'm, I've just been hugely conscious in the last seven or eight months that some people in my network, some some mates of mine my age, their their complete industries have, have dried up. Yeah. A couple of lads who work in the hospitality industry, and I'm thinking, oh my lord. Mm. And there's me wittering on about, you know, we've had a five percent decrease in turnover. It's nothing. And mm. and and what comes with, you know, if, if your job job dries up and your company puts you on furlough, and then Crikey, lots of redundancies kicking about. That that is inevitably a very difficult conversation to have back at home. Yeah. Then you then you're trying to make uh, a few pennies stretch a long way, and that's going to play with your mental health. And I do believe, without being dramatic, there's a there's a mental health epidemic about to explode across the country if it's not already. And I don't yeah. think, as a race, as a society, we're ready for that. We don't know how to cope with it. Um, no. So we we at Loose Heads. You know, we like to think we're good Samaritans rather than bad in that we saw a problem and decided to cross the road onto the right side of the road Mm -hmm. and do something about it. But no matter what we think, this epidemic's coming and it's coming to a lot of people. And what we've realised is maybe it's not a bit the mental health, that word, that connotation, that stigma. What we should actually be focused upon is mental fitness and a strategy for mental fitness, be that a run. I've hugely enjoyed going back to the gym. I, I contracted COVID. Gosh. Um, it isn't 5G. It does exist. Yeah. I wouldn't have it twice. No. Um, I might get it twice. But I've really enjoyed, exactly as Rob said, you don't have to go out for a 10-mile run. You can yeah. just go out for a walk and, and smell the fresh air. And I think exactly. we all just need to look after ourselves a bit and almost give ourselves permission to look after ourselves. Yeah, I agree. I think also, I think lockdowns taught quite a few people things like for me taking a step back from life, because I think before March, before all this kicked off, um, I was here, there, everywhere, doing a thousand things at once, brain everywhere, getting stressed, not eating properly, probably doing little, a little exercise as possible, even though I play rugby. Um, I'm sure, you know, you agree with that as well, Jack. Well, what's, what's kind of your, your strategy been for the last uh, six or seven months? Yeah, um, lockdowns, yeah, rough for everyone, I think. Um, work from home for me was something I hated. I found it really hard to be productive from home. I've, I had a very stressful job. I've just lost it through redundancy last week, actually. Oh, um, gosh, sorry. Not the end of the world. First place, I'm upset about it, if I'm honest. Um, but I think for me, there were, there were two main things, three main things, actually, that got me through lockdown. Um, one, uh, I'm a huge believer in talking about mental health. I see a therapist every week, so I find it easy to share it rather than keep it inside. Good, yeah. Find keeping it inside doesn't do anything but make it worse. Mm-hmm. But sharing it means you can solve it, you can find a solution. So yeah. 
my therapist uh, every week for the past two and a half years. Um, fantastic. Uh, getting outside, like like Robert Mark said, mm. doesn't have to be a run. Sometimes just going for walks, you know. Um, and I think the third thing is I was, I was quite l- lucky to isolate my partner the second half of, of the lockdown once yeah. he's got a bit whatever. So that was having my partner I made a huge difference as well. But that was it really. It was talking about things, uh, good company. Uh, you know, Zoom calls for rugby boys were fantastic. A few, <laughs> a few forgotten nights, I think, from that, in all fairness. Yeah. But it was talking about things and getting outside is what, what I did as well. Totally agree. And I think actually as much as... Um, you know, I always say I want to get off my laptop at night. I think, you know, doing my job in the day and then actually getting on a Zoom and chatting with my friends and seeing them in in person, because now, again, we we are restricted to only seeing one other person if we can. Um, I think it just brings you a bit closer and you can have that chat. You know, it's definitely brought me closer to my family. I'm speaking to my mum every day and we do a lot of FaceTime. She's up in Shropshire and I'm down here and you know, it, it, it definitely helps having that because I think, like you said, Jack, if you don't, a lot of people bottle it up and what I'm very proud of and what I've heard a lot from, from various chat shows and my male friends is that you guys are definitely talking more. Um, there's always been a stigma about us ladies chatting for Britain and, you know, over cups of tea and what have you. But I think it's, it's definitely become better on social media, especially this year more than ever, for guys to actually say that they're not right and you know it's it's okay not to be okay um yeah. and don't be embarrassed with with what you've got because nobody should judge you no matter what you've got so do you do you agree with that um rob and mark one of my uh rob will rob will often um <laughs> i won't be rude but he'll make fun of me um so i i work in alderley edge uh, which is them their streets are paved with gold and uh, it's a lovely place to be Mm. Uh, I I think it's a fairly horrific place. It's um, um, but notwithstanding that, I have slagged it off for most of the time I've lived around these parts, which is about <laughs> twenty-five years. Um, and I go every day and I buy a cup of coffee at Cafe Nero, which is opposite my business. Uh, and I'll see tables of women, four, five, six of them, laughing, crying, sharing, uh, putting the world to rights. Mm. And then I'll see the blokes who've clearly got it right, on their own, tapping furiously into their laptops, solving nothing, sharing nothing, mm. talking to nobody. And, and I've often thought, I've thought this for probably five years, which, uh, if, if men are from Mars and women are from Venus, I wonder which planets got it right. And, and, and by bitter experience, I know it's not the male side. Um, <laughs> but the, the other thing is, one of our ambassadors, um, a girl called Nikki Cowell, who plays for Sale 1861. Um, over lockdown, her father, who has had his own mental health struggles, tragically committed suicide. Um, and a few weeks after that happened, which was a massive shock, um, she played a 12-hour tennis game. So she invited lots of people to come and play tennis with her at a local yeah. tennis club. So me and my two best mates went along and played an hour of tennis with her. She did 12 hours, we did an hour. We couldn't, we couldn't speak and our, and our knees were creaking. And we, we number 150 years between the three of us. And actually, we played rugby together forever. And we just looked at each other like 12 year olds and thought and said, vocalized for the first time probably ever, this is great lads, we should do more of this. Yeah. And actually maybe, Maybe the world's got itself in a big rush. Mm. And if you're not going to slow down and 
smell the roses any other time this is the year to do it totally agree it's like like i said earlier and i'm sure you guys are in agreement it's taking a step back and actually somebody put on facebook today isn't it nice to hear the birds again and hardly any cars on the streets yeah. and you yeah. know i didn't think about that in in, Jan, in january or february and then you know it's then march happened first lockdown number one first couple of days was all a bit weird trying to take it on board and then suddenly i was lit in my flat going i can't hear anything yeah. and the only the only noise i'm hearing tonight are fireworks because it's guy Fawkes night but you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um so leading on to that i've heard you talk about the academy the loose head loose heads academy could you just give um us a flavor about what it is um how you can get into it and what your sort of goals are for, for, for holding the academy yeah, so the, the Academy is, um, <clears throat> well, you you know full well what, what it's like in that WhatsApp group. but um, Crazy, but fun. <laughs> it's, it's very noisy, very noisy. Yeah, it, my, my phone is on mute eight hours a day because I can't have it going <laughs> off at work. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Academy is is a group of, of like-minded people uh, like yourself who, you know, just get what Loose Heads is all about. Um, you know, very keen to raise awareness um, around their own rugby circles. Um, and it's it's become, we think anyway, um, a, a support network. Um, I think there's a lot of people in there that are very supportive mm-hmm. of each other. Um, and yeah, you know, we've got 24 ambassadors on board, but uh, the academy are equally as important to Lucids. Um We've now got 100 people in there now. Um, wow. And it's growing. Uh, you know, we, we had another 15 go in this week and, yeah. and the group's not stopped um but yeah if, if anyone wants to get involved um you know it's it's there's there's a link on our website um and there's a bit more information on there um and and yeah we're, we're you know more than welcome you know we're, we're a welcoming bunch and we want to get as many people involved in that as possible fantastic and i'm a, definitely an advocate for it it's really good <laughs> and the amount of chats that have been on there that people have said I've had a rub- rubbish day. I've come on. I've, okay, I've missed about 50 text messages, but it's all motivating. Nobody's being offensive on there. It's all morale boosting, motivational, fun, laughter, giggles, welcoming the new people that you introduced us to yesterday, um, making them feel special rather than just going, oh, well, no one's chatting to me. What's all this about? Um, and then also um, I'm helping run a couple of, you know, social events on Zoom in, in this this next month with one of the other girls on it because the guys are doing their bit at the end of the month. So, you know, that's important, I think, generally right now for this month is to, is to keep everybody boosted, I think um and um you know it's it's a chance again like jack said to chat so uh yeah jack are you uh, are you on the academy or it would be interested i would be interested definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, these these are you guys um but um af- after this show we'll be putting all the details on on the website as well so um another thing i wanted to chat to you about guys kind of takes us into the, the academy bit and also your amazing clothing which i can see all of you guys are in tonight apart from me but I've got the background um is your you know amazing um you know clothes that you you sell and promote I'm I'm loving it um and I see that you know you've got some current current new sort of jackets and and uh, and wear out there so um all online I'm gathering are you looking to ever maybe do in go go into retail or is this just an online um way of selling the uh, the kit I'm, I must bow out here. I, I'm not allowed to do clothing. I'm, 
I'm if it's wrong. <laughs> I'm unfashionable anyway, but I was, I was very dismayed to know from Dave, the third of our trio, that I don't represent the target market either. Oh. So I'm not allowed to do that, I know. So <laughs> I must defer to Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the the, the closing, um, it was funny, we had a podcast with Ugo Monia uh, yes. during lockdown, and he he sort of called it um, streetwear. So I think when you, I think we all sort of looked at each other and thought, we, we, we've got a clothing company and um, it's being called streetwear by Ugo Monia. <laughs> this is, you know, this is mad now, but yeah. Um, the amount of people that have um, got involved, uh, supported our campaign to tackle the stigma um, and, and, you know, show, shown the, you know, the, they're wearing the, the post with pride um, mm-hmm. on, on their social media. It, it mm-hmm. really is helping towards tackling the stigma and raising awareness for mental health. And it's Mass- yeah, available on our website, which is um, looseheads.co.uk, which is with a Z because we're, again, quite cool. Exactly. No, I love it. And I'm always wearing the stash down to training and everyone's like, where'd you get that top from? <laughs> well, you know, I can give you a little discount. You go onto this website, blah, blah, blah. So it's all sort of, um, you know, interesting. But as we're talking about... Sorry, Sorry we've just, just on that. I just thought yeah. I'd throw this in for 10 seconds. But we've, <laughs> we've, we've come into contact with um, people that I, hitherto we would never have dreamt of coming into contact with. So, so the... Um, the rainbow posts came out of an idea that we had um, and we got in touch with Stonewall and, and, and we, we, we now have a, I guess, give it, give it a posh title. We have a collaboration with Stonewall where we, we donate to Stonewall 10% of the proceeds from any, right. any, any of the, the, uh, the rainbow post sales. Mm. And that's something where we then, it, it, I would defy anyone to be involved in loose heads and not become incredibly humble. And humility is something that you either get in life, you either arrive that you should be humble or it will get you. But one way or the other, humility is a great quality. And I'm talking to the guys at, 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 at Stonewall and thinking, wow, this is touching people. We, we never ever thought we would. Mm. And, and if we help just one, and I can't stress that enough, if we just help one, that's, that's job done, but we'll never know. Exactly. And sort of, I guess, with sales as well. I mean, I know talking on the the Academy WhatsApp group, loads of people have been purchasing. I mean, lockdown, we're not being able really to go to the clothes shops, have we? And this month's not going to be uh, exactly going out shopping. So um, I can imagine business has been OK for you guys, really, has it? Lots of people purchasing online. And uh, I've, I've certainly made a few of them in the last couple of months. It's peculiar that... Um... The biggest month we had was March. Wow. Which is when lockdown one happened. Um, why, well, I, I don't even think it's up to us to work out why that is, but we, we've mm. had a very, very, we, we're blown away by the support we get. And, 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 and just the, the, the five or six things we do, a presence on Instagram um, and social media can be a double-edged sword. Let's, let's not forget that it, it can be harmful. It can, but I, 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 I read some of the messages and think, crikey, is that really that conversation we had at the end of the bar? And is that what it's resulted in? Wow. Um, but we, we've got the ambassadorial help, the elite players who support us. Their support is just unbelievable. Mm. There's no other word for it. Mm. The academy is a representation of what it is for everybody. 
Um, and I always had a belief, I always have a belief mm. that rugby union is God's greatest sporting gift to the world. Mm. Um, and, and we can make that a ubiquitous thing across the world. And mm. that's our guiding light. So the, the clothing sales fall out of that following. It's not the other way around. Mm. We, we didn't start to be a clothing company. We look at each other and think, how on earth did we get here? <laughs> but the fact that we are here means we've got to carry on. So, Well, exactly. And you're just getting more and more support. It shows with the more, you know, with every other week, you're probably getting all, you know, new ambassadors coming. So it's, it proves that word is spreading. People are keen. People are enthusiastic. They've also got the time now as well. So um, linking on to that, and we touched about it earlier, was the I Am Enough campaign. I am massively strong on this. Hence, you know, I bought the T-shirt with the logo on the back of it. Um, totally, you know, that was another, it's a whole other subject. But um, being a female rugby player as well, you know, I think it's good that we, we, we don't want that stigma of, you know, a model having to wear clothing. You know, we want to be, it's a real representation that rugby is for everybody. Jack, I'm sure you're aware of this as well. It doesn't matter age, size, gender, yeah. whatever. Um, and this year I felt it's been quite hard um, to have those conversations with people and trying, especially as a female, to justify myself. Yes, I'm a rugby player, but you don't look like one, you know, and that's a whole other ball game. Um, what, 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 what are your sort of thoughts on, on, on that as well, Jack, from, from that campaign or this year? It's a fantastic thing to see. Um, I've got a lot of close friends who are girls who play rugby, uh, be it at, at the University of West England or Devizes here in Chippenham. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and to sort of, I, I saw when the Roses won the Six Nations, I saw one of my friends shared the comments on the post and I thought it was disgusting. There are things like no one cares if it's rugby, but it, it's, mm-hmm. it's still rugby, it's still fantastic and it's still mm-hmm. to be involved in. Um, and the standard of rugby is growing every year, it's, it's, it's getting really fantastic and to have the opportunity now for female rugby players to represent their sport properly is a great thing and it should have been a long time coming. Absolutely. agree and things are only just getting better aren't they I mean it's it's becoming so strong we we've gone from having very minimal players because a lot left last season to um, I was saying to Mark earlier to about 40 40 girls that are turning up to training um, they've not been scared that we haven't had or we're not playing league games at the moment it literally is uh, training and then recently we've had the ready for rugby we've had managed to have two of those competitions so at least it's given people a bit of a uh, bit of gravity and a bit of sense of being in a team than just throwing a, a ball around on a, on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So, yeah. Jack, do you have any other questions off the um, top of your head? <laughs> yeah, uh, spot that. No, so one thing <laughs> I want to know is obviously Gooseheads is growing massively. You've got Hugo on board now, which is, which is huge. Yeah. You've got a few other really big names like Gareth on board. What is, have you got like an end goal here or is it just to see where it takes you? Just sort of, continue to support people as you can or is there a a target you want to achieve something you want to a milestone for you guys shall i shall i go rob and you can correct me yeah go on yeah (laughs) so we about about for two years we did very little because we're three blokes let's not forget (laughs) so we just sat on our hands and did not very little for two years and last year in the summer of last year dave called a meeting between Rob and I and Dave and, and, and basically said, um, should we either stop mucking about or should we do this properly? And ever since then, we've treated it like a business. And that was a watershed moment. So um, I'm a, a gnarled old 
a rugby player, but I'm also quite an old, old accountant by training and I've been in business for a while. Um, and comfortably, Lou said, is the most enjoyable thing I do. Comfortably, by a mile. Mm-hmm. And each week we meet for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, once every quarter we meet and we set the next 90 day objectives. Mm-hmm. Every year we meet and we review the year and we talk about where we've been, where we're going and where we are mm-hmm. in, order, in order to set those short, medium and long term objectives. And the beautiful thing is we've got a mix of uh, strengths. So I, I look after the numbers, allegedly. Uh, Dave uh, is a uh, he's got magic spanners. He looks after all the marketing. He's a digital marketeer by by experience. Um, used to work for a city centre agency, running other people's social media campaigns and now does that for himself um, as, as a freelance. And then Rob, who's always had a fascination and an interest in sport and has got that uh, ability to connect and understand what people want. Between Dave and Rob, they, they run the clothing side of things mm-hmm. and they run the social media outputs. And, and I, I'm, I'm like the wicket keeper. I just make sure... Not much goes past me. A lot goes <laughs> past me. I just don't tell them. Um, but we run it like a business. And, and, and as we've grown, one of the comments some people say to us is, um, oh, crikey, there's only three of you. It, it, it appears like there's, you know, 25 of you. And that's all credit to Rob and Dave, because that's the visible thing you see. Um, how big can it get? We don't know, really. We, we had a conversation two weeks ago with a chap Uh, topically based in Washington State, who was almost suggesting, and we need to follow it up about, can he represent Lucids in the US? Last week, we had uh, somebody approach us with a similar opportunity in South America. Wow. Um, Ireland is is the promised land for me. I've never been on a bad rugby tour to Ireland, so I just think Ireland's where, if New Zealand invented rugby, Ireland made sure it was played properly. <laughs> um, so so we, we kind of set our stall about, you know, go back to that conversation at the end of the bar. If I could help the 20 or 30 mates that I've met over my 30 years playing rugby, mm. actually, this has become so much bigger. Um, and, and there'll come a point where we owe it to the followership we have to take it the, the next step, the next level. And that might be employing people. Mm. And then we'll look at us and say, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that it's... Might, answer, might not answer your question, but, but we, 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 would, we, we would have a party if somebody bought, bought a T-shirt 12 months ago. We would have a party. Yeah, okay. and, then we, and then we were desperately trying to find out where the money went. And, and, <laughs> and now we've, we've got a business model that... Um, Treats our own mental health, keeps us sane. It's comfortably the best thing I do. Um, it, it, it's, it, well, it, 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 it makes me humble every day to see the, 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 a bit like you has, I, I go out for a meeting and I come back and there's 120 messages on the, on the Academy WhatsApp group. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, oh, it's taking a life of its own. So. It one, of the, uh, one, one of the, um, 90-day objectives. Mm. Um, this is slightly off-topic. So we had we had ten, and we had nine serious ones, and one was 
slightly less serious, which you've got to have a bit of fun, I guess. And that one, that one slightly silly one was um, we wanted someone to get a loose heads tattoo without us forcing them to get the tattoo. And we had a message on Instagram. I'm not sure if you saw. I saw it on someone's arm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he messaged us and said he'd got a loose heads tattoo to remind him that it's okay on the bad days. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to, to talk if you, if you are having a bad time. And that sort of hit home with us that, we we might not be the mental health experts, but mm-hmm. we're being good Samaritans and not bad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and we now have a duty of care to these people to, to do the right thing. Mm. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, I saw that and I went, good on you. And it had the, yeah. the light went straight away on it. Fantastic. Yeah. No, that, that's a happy ending. And, you know, two years ago, we were approached by a 13 year old girl who, was, who told us that she was self-harming. Gosh. And um, she'd found loose heads almost accidentally, and it was mm. a place where she felt safe. Mm. And that then hits you somewhere around the middle of between your eyes, and you mm. think. Mm. So that, that duty of care that Rob talks about is something that preys heavily on our on our collective consciences, um, mm. because the very it's dead dead important to have fun in life. Dead important. Yeah, agree. Equally, but equally. We've got to make sure that we follow through on these initiatives we have planned. Um, yeah. The Are You OK nights to be running rugby clubs, the sharing of best practice. We might not get it all right. Mm. We probably won't. But mm. that shouldn't stop us trying. No, definitely not. Brilliant. No, that's great. Good stuff, guys. Right. Well, I think uh, time is done. Time is over. Has anybody got any more questions, Jack? Or are you all good? No, I'm all good. Uh, I did actually, I came on the podcast for, for one main reason, and I just want to thank you two for picking up the Blindside documentary. Um, when I found out that you guys had taken part in that, blew me away. So thank you so much for the support. It's incredible. No worries at all. Thank you for um, sharing your, your story. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. All here to help. That's lovely. Well, thank you so much, Mark and Rob, for your time tonight. Really appreciate it. It's been really good to actually finally have a chat with you um, and, you know, get 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 this uh, this aired. So um, it's been a real pleasure meeting you. And hopefully, fingers crossed, next year we can all meet in person and have a, a beer at the end of the bar. That would be brilliant. And Jack, thank you once again for your support and help tonight. Um, and uh, yep, look out for us on social media. So this will be posted on Spotify, Facebook. Um, and, you know, we'll look forward to the next show. So all the best, guys. Thank you very much. Stay yeah. safe and um, have a good evening. <laughs>